Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Nothing About You Says Computer Technology, a podcast about cybersecurity and data privacy viewed through the lens of diverse voices. Today we'll be talking about cybersecurity in the news, and we also have some Protect Your Neck news. Next, we'll discuss a bill that will require companies in critical industries to report hacks to the Department of Homeland Security. And then finally, we'll be handing out a cybersecurity award. I'm your host, Anthony, a cybersecurity, data privacy, and regulatory attorney based in Oklahoma City. While I am a lawyer, I am not your lawyer, and this podcast should not be considered legal advice. Instead, think of this as a conversation between two friends. But if you need legal advice, please, please, please find a local attorney that can help you. So let's turn our attention to some news stories. Our first story comes from the Washington Post. The U.S. Senate has confirmed Chris Ingalls as the first national cyber czar. So what exactly is a cyber czar? Congress created the position in October of last year and made it a Senate-confirmed position. The U.S. cyber czar's responsibilities include coordinating cyber defense for civilian agencies across the government and reviewing agencies' cyber budgets. The creation of a cyber czar was a recommendation from a cybersecurity commission. The Obama administration created a cyber coordinator position that President Trump discontinued. This makes Mr. Ingalls' confirmation so much more important. Our next story comes from FCW. A recent survey conducted by the Water Information Sharing and Analysis Center of more than 530 organizations found that 60% of water utilities surveyed say that they have not fully assessed what assets make up their IT network, and only about 21% are working to actually do this. This survey underscores the cybersecurity issues facing water infrastructure. The Washington Post is reporting that U.S. water infrastructures are constantly being attacked, and many of these cyber attacks are not being reported. For example, a hack that targeted a water system in San Francisco happened in January of this year. What is even more troubling is that only several hundred water facilities nationwide have chosen to use services offered by CISA, and that's compared to more than 50,000 water systems nationwide. Colorado passed a data privacy law, becoming the third state to create a comprehensive privacy law. Colorado's law largely mimics some of the key aspects of Virginia's and California's law, by giving consumers a right to access, correct, and delete their personal information. Colorado citizens can also opt out of the sale of their data. While there has been some criticism of the law not going far enough, it is a solid step in the right direction and makes Colorado one of the leaders in privacy. We also have some Protect Your Neck news. During this segment, we'll be talking about current scams you should be aware of and other vulnerabilities that you need to address. Think of this as Patch Tuesday and a cyber incident report rolled all into one. According to TechCrunch, Google's Android app had a vulnerability that allowed hackers to steal personal data from a victim's phone. The vulnerability was related to a flaw in the code library installed on Android's phones. Some apps for Android devices use this code library to reduce their download size. The flaw allowed malicious apps to be granted access to users' data. The vulnerability allowed hackers to access a user's Google account, search history, email, 
text messages, contacts, and call history. The vulnerability also allowed attackers to access the microphone and cameras on devices and user's location. Fortunately, this vulnerability has been patched. Our next piece of Protect Your Neck news comes from Cyware. There is a new trend related to ransomware attacks. We previously talked about triple extortion being used by ransomware groups, but now attackers are using something called double encryption. This is where a ransomware group uses two different versions of ransomware to encrypt data. So now victims' data is being encrypted twice, making it harder for victims to decrypt the data themselves. So please, please, please stay safe out there. Or as the Wu-Tang Clan tells us, watch your step, kid, and protect your neck. Our main topic today is about a new proposed bipartisan piece of legislation that will require companies in critical industry sectors to notify the Department of Homeland Security within 24 hours of a hack. It would apply to companies in the energy, transportation, telecommunications, and emergency services fields. In addition, the law would apply to any business that falls within the government's 16 critical infrastructure sectors. The bill is sponsored by Senator Mark Warren of Virginia, Marco Rubio of Florida, and Susan Collins of Maine. The bill is seen as a response to the recent high-profile ransomware attacks. The goal of the bill would be to give DHS and CISA a better idea of the cybersecurity trends and how common these attacks are. To make sure that these companies actually report these issues, the bill would contain fines and would bar companies from getting government contracts if they fail to report breaches. Some of the criticism of the bill is that it's too broad. A number of the businesses that we don't traditionally consider a critical infrastructure actually fall into the government's definition. For example, malls would fall under the definition of a critical infrastructure. There is also a pushback on the 24-hour requirement. If you are requiring companies to report a breach within 24 hours, it can be difficult. Oftentimes, companies don't have a full understanding of an incident during that time. This bill has some really good things in it, but I don't think it accomplishes all of the things it hopes to do. Our final segment today is our Cybersecurity Award. This week, I have one award that I want to hand out. And it's the Biggie Smalls Gimme the Loot Award. In the song Gimme the Loot, Biggie Smalls and an Accomplish talk about their plan to go on a rapping spree. This week's award goes to MI5, the British intelligence agency who recently confiscated Prime Minister Boris Johnson's cell phone. You may recall in previous episodes that we talked about how Mr. Johnson's personal cell phone number was exposed and had been publicly available on the internet for the last 15 years. Because of the security risk associated with this, MI5 took things into their own hands and took away Mr. Johnson's phone. Thank you so much for joining us today on Nothing About You Says Computer Technology. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also visit the show's website at nothingaboutyou.com. I'm your host, Anthony, and I'll see everyone next week.